Hey legends, welcome along to a new episode of the show. This is another little chat about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and we're on season 4 episode 2, a little episode called Living Conditions. Now this one here, um, I don't know, you have in these shows or these series of Buffy um, an an overarching storyline through the entire season and we don't get into that straight away um, normally you would get something that would introduce something big and then you'd have a few little episodes that sort of stand out in their own little standalone episodes and that's what we kind of get here but uh, as far as setting up the, the overarching storyline of this series we get very little up to this point, like literally it's episode 2 and we do see those soldiers at the end of the first episode and we do get to see them again throughout this episode in the background but they're not in the forefront of anything yet, they're just a presence at this point but in this episode it's more of uh, setting up the the situation for Buffy and her friends and it's weird at one point in the episode and it does finish off the episode and setting this up but I was kind of thinking from the beginning of that first episode how come in university that Buffy as far as roommates went didn't try to get into the same dorm or the same room as Willow. Now, maybe they don't have the choice, but it would make more sense considering that she's the Slayer trying to keep things private. And this episode does deal with that. And we do have that roommate, Kathy Newman, in this episode. And it's pretty much a, a clash of personalities between her and Buffy throughout the episode. You think it's just a whole childish thing throughout the episode. For the most part, they're just getting on each other's nerves. And right from the beginning, as Buffy's getting ready to go out on her patrol at night, Kathy's starting to annoy her and becoming increasingly irritating about, you know, if you're going to make phone calls, keep a little log of it so we know whenever the bill comes in sort of thing. It's all common sense stuff, but just... Driving Buffy and saying she's a clean freak. She is, at one point, she's labelling the food in the fridge and getting on Buffy's back about Buffy using some of her milk and whatnot. Just that sort of stuff. Um, Buffy lives to go out and patrol the campus. And, however, Kathy ends up following her. And Buffy says she's heading out for a coffee. And Kathy decides... You know, it would be nice to get a coffee. So she just turns up on the patrol. And uh, yes, Buffy, of course, hears uh, a noise behind her, like the, the crack of like somebody stepping on a branch or whatever it is. And of course, she thinks it's some sort of big bad coming after her. So she's like, right, come out and show yourself. Face me like, you know, the demon you are, more or less. Uh, she doesn't say that. But... Uh, Kathy pops up and is like, oh yes, I would like to come for a coffee too. So she just turns up and just decides, just pushes her way in to what's going on with Buffy. Uh, very soon after that, they're attacked by a demon. Uh, Buffy manages to push Kathy into a bush before she gets to see what it is. Of course, she's always trying to maintain that level of secrecy when it comes to demons and vampires and stuff. So Kathy's in 
mouth and nose, on her face, in the, in the hedge, while Buffy is fighting with this demon, and she manages to fight it off, it runs away. But as she leaves with Kathy, uh, they're been watched by two of these demons who comment, she may be the one. So the next morning, Buffy goes over to Giles' place to describe what happened the night before the monsters and try and describe the demon to him, see if he can work out who they are. <coughs> Buffy's uh, interest in what Giles has planned for the day arouses his suspicions. Um, her atypical uh, interest. <coughs> and when pressed, she admits she is avoiding her dorm room until Kathy leaves for classes. You know, Giles is like, it's not like you to come and hang out with me, ask me what I'm doing, you'll be interested in this, that and the other, but she's just trying to avoid Kathy at this point. Um, yeah, um, as Buffy talks to Giles, Kathy's over in the dorm room, scrubbing the grass stain from her sweater from the previous night. And as it's ruined, she decides that she's going to go and uh, take one of Buffy's. And while she's in there, she finds the bag of tricks with a crossbow and a cross in there. A crucifix, whatever you want to call it. And she just kind of like, you know, she acknowledges what they are, but it's not the real. And that should be the giveaway moment in this episode. But uh, yes, so she takes the... One of Buffy's tops, and later on, Buffy goes to the Rocket Cafe for lunch, but sees Kathy in line, so she decides, <coughs> excuse me, I'm coughing badly at the moment, I'm trying my hardest to talk and not actually puke my guts up all over the place, I'm not feeling well, wasn't at work today, so uh, I think I'm coming down with a dose of the flu here, it's not good, I'm not feeling just as bad as it was this morning, but could go either way right now. So I'm trying my hardest. I can feel it bulging as I'm talking. So bear with me. If I have to jump away from the microphone, I'll try and cough away from it and not blow your speakers out on you. Anyway, um, yes, where are we at? Yes, she sees, uh, Buffy sees Kathy in the lunch line, so she decides I can't be bored dealing with her. She cuts on the line in front of this guy. And... Uh, he introduces himself as Parker Adams. Buffy then joins Willow Oz and Xander, but becomes annoyed when Kathy also joins him again. She just waltzes in there, presses herself into the middle of the group, and it's really annoying Buffy at this point because, of course, she's trying to keep the secrecy of being the Slayer and whatnot, and she can't talk about any of that stuff as long as Kathy's about and she's going to keep pushing herself in there it's just, it's a problem in Buffy's eyes at this point uh, Buffy also becomes annoyed when she sees that Kathy's uh, wearing one of her sweaters and as she's eating her lunch uh, a big lump of ketchup falls on it um, yes um, where are we at? that night, I'm losing my place and my notes here, I tend to be going through my notes uh, and uh, I look at the microphone to make sure I'm like dead on onto it, but uh, then I lose my place. So sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I keep apologising. It is what it is. We'll get there in the end. I am, I know we're over 100 episodes and deep into this podcast yet, but I'm very, 
much aware that as far as audio goes, that's extremely early days for me. You give me a vlog camera, I can talk nonsense from now until the sun goes down. Um, won't be an issue because I'm constantly doing something as far as the visual side of it goes. But trying to keep something audible going at all times kind of throws me off a little bit. So please bear with me. Um, that night, the tension between the roommates continues to grow, both get angry and decide to go to bed early just to, you know, I can't be bored staying awake to fight with you, I'm just going to go and sleep. Uh, that night Buffy dreams of a demon that had attacked her the previous night performing a ritual on her body and as shocked to find Kathy had the same dream. The following day Buffy explains the dream to Giles, Oz and Willow. Willow becomes concerned with Buffy's actions and attitudes towards Kathy. Buffy is getting more and more uh, frustrated and angry at Kathy. And, you know, she just at one point she's like, I'm going to have to kill her. It's as simple as that. And you think, right, she's going bananas at this point. But, uh, yes, we'll get that in due course. I was going to skip ahead to something else. But we'll just go through it. Um, Oz agrees to go patrolling with Buffy that night to keep an eye on her and that night uh, the two demons meet once again and one confirms that she is the one and yes we uh, of course Buffy been the slayer fighting the first demon off we reckon it's Buffy they're talking about the group chants around this huge fire preparing to summon the great Taparash Taparash I'll go with Uh, Then this guy just appears Out of the ground like a little portal Sort of thing opens up and he just pops up Uh, Like those games Where the wee heads pop up out of the holes And you hit them with a hammer He sort of comes up out of the ground to get there Um, Yes, meanwhile Buffy returns to her dorm room She's angered to find Kathy and Parker Are getting along He's turned up to uh he was and earlier in the episode giving her pointers on how to work the line in the the cafe on campus and the food card that they have and it's all about getting as much as you can for the least amount of money. That way, uh, if your parents are paying for stuff, you can get enough to keep you going, but you can keep a little bit of money over for yourself. So it's more or less eat as much as you can on one sitting so you don't have to eat different times throughout the day then you end up spending less money but he's like if you have food bags with you you can package stuff up while in line and sneak it out with you so he turns up with this box of like you know food bags for so of course Parker and Kathy they're getting along like a house on fire whenever she gets on there Buffy's not happy to see this so she makes Parker leave but tells him they should meet again uh before leaving to go on patrol, while talking with Oz, Buffy shows more anger towards Kathy, telling him something has to be done. And after going to bed that night, Buffy has the same unsettling dream. Now, in the last 40 seconds, just listen to myself saying that there, I don't think those notes made much sense. But, uh, yes, I kind of... You know, one sentence became the other, and then the two sentences become one big sentence, which ended up making no sense whatsoever. So I'm talking out my arse as usual. So please, 
bear with me on that one. Basically, she's passed at Cathy for hitting on the guy she's interested in and has a bit of interest in. And, uh, yes, they have another little confrontation. But while she's with Oz, she's like, something has to be done with this cafe doll. She's just getting on my left nipple. And it's driving me insane. Um, that night, Buffy has the same unsettling dream of this demon doing some sort of ritual. And you can see this energy getting pulled out of her mouth under the other, under the demon. And the following day, Buffy meets up with Willow, who tells her she's convinced Kathy. Yes, Buffy tells Willow she's convinced Kathy is a demon due to her toenails growing even after being cut off. That was one of the things you've seen the night before, Kathy cutting her toenails. And it was one of those things where you hear the clip, 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 but then from the, the point of view of Buffy, the clips of the toenails been cut turned into loud bangs, more or less. So it's like frustration. And, you know, even on Kathy's side, Buffy was studying, but she was drumming on the page with a pencil, and it was like a drum. So the two of them were equally on each other's nerves at this point. But Buffy, seemingly, seemingly crazy at this point, and Willow's eyes, as one of these little food bags that uh, were brought to her the night before, she's actually picked up the the toenail clippings, she measured them the night before, she measured them the next morning, and they've grown slightly. But Willow just kind of brushes it off as her being absolutely crazy. Um, Buffy goes on to tell Willow that she plans to kill Kathy. And Willow, startled by her behaviour, forces Buffy to go see Giles with the toenails. Don't do anything stupid until you talk to Giles. You know the score. When it comes to this sort of stuff, you're better to get that perspective. So, upon arriving at Giles' house, Buffy is tied up by Oz and Xander, while Giles tells Buffy that he thinks she's been possessed by a demon. And at this point, as a viewer, you're not sure where this is going to go at this point. Um, Giles leaves to go and collect some supplies from the magic shop to perform an exorcism. And while Oz and Xander watch Buffy, um, they start to think... I don't think we tied those ropes tight enough. And Oz is like, we should go over there and check. And Xander's like, he's laughing it off. And he's like, oh, you're serious. But they're like, you know, avoid the legs, avoid the legs. But of course, they weren't tied tight enough. And Buffy is indeed free. She gets up and knocks their heads together, leaving them unconscious and leaves. When Giles returns along with Willow, uh, Willow, also while that was going on, Willow was over at the dorm talking to Kathy and trying to get her to have safe space you know I think you need to give Buffy a little bit of space Buffy should give you a little bit of space maybe you should leave go and hang out with some other friends before Buffy comes back and of course Kathy's like I'm not leaving the room because of her acting like a child and whatnot. so uh, Willow actually gets a call to say that Buffy has been tied up at Giles' house. So she's like, that's okay, no problem. You can stay in your dorm room, it's okay. I'm off. As far as she's concerned, Buffy's been tied up. She's been took out of the equation at this point. Kathy's got nothing to worry about. But, of course, at this point, Buffy's free. And she's on her way over to the dorm. Uh, when Giles returns, Willow is with him at this point. They wake Oz and Xander up uh, before Giles realises uh, that Kathy... Um, as a demon, so we don't exactly work that out until 
well, we do get it from Giles, but we're pretty much getting it at the same time as Buffy and Kathy are actually starting to go toe to toe in the dorm room. They're fighting, physically fighting at this point, and Buffy manages to rub her face, clean off her head, and you're like, oh, what's going on here? And you see that the, the skin that's left there in place is the same as the skin of the demon that attacked at the beginning of the episode and the other two guys that summoned this other creature up so uh, Giles has it worked out that um, this demon Kathy was actually sucking Buffy's soul and her what it works out to be at the end um, it's revealed that Kathy is a demon and Kathy confesses to Buffy that she escaped her dimension to go to college and been actually sucking Buffy's soul while she slept, planning on making the demons take Buffy back to her dimension. So it's more or less a bait and switch at this point. She knows her family's not going to let her stay in this reality to go to school and uh, she's sucking out Buffy's soul in the hopes that Whenever they do eventually come together, she'll they'll take Buffy instead of her. Um, yes, um, as this is going on, two demons in the woods summon Taparak, the leader of the demons. Uh, Giles, he's performing a spell that returns the parts of Buffy's soul already taken by Kathy. So it comes as a shock to Kathy at the end of the episode, and she pins Buffy down and tries to tuck the rest of her soul out and when she attempts it the, the soul the parts of Buffy's soul that she's actually already taken are sucked back out of Kathy and back into Buffy she's like how could you how did you do that so at this point this demon that was summoned by the other guys he arrives in the dorm and it's one of those conversations of like a an angry parent and a disobedient child and she's like when are you going to stop treating me like I'm like I'm what, a couple of thousand years old, whatever it was, but you're still treating me like I'm 900. And he's like, you're going to come back home with me, young woman, and don't be letting me hear any back chat from you. So he pretty much opens up a portal in the middle of the room, and she gets sucked into it, and he just walks into it behind her. So that's the end of her. Um, the next day, Willow becomes Buffy's new roommate, starts moving her stuff into the room and Buffy's like, this is fantastic, why didn't we think of it this at the start? And like Willow's like, there'll be no more annoying behaviour now. And uh, just at that, uh, Willow lifts a sandwich that was Buffy's, she's like, you're not going to finish this, are you? And just as she starts to take a bite out of it, you hear that real loud sort of, you know, from the point of view earlier on with the, the, the toenails sounding like explosions and the tapping of the page with a pencil sounding like a drum you get that same thing now with Willow biting onto the sandwich that belonged to Buffy at the end of the episode and you see that ooh, these two are going to annoy each other just as much as Kathy did or potentially so that pretty much finishes off that episode um, again it's not give too many details at this point of what the soldiers are, of course. If you know the series, you know what it is. A group called The Initiative. And for me, that's as far as it goes at this point. It's been that long since I proper, properly watched these episodes. But uh, 
by this stage of the game, on the original Roma Buffet, um, life was stupidly uh, busy for me and my personal life, so actually getting to sit down and watch this every week was uh, nearly a non-starter for me. But I did jump on it here and there throughout the series, and I have actually seen all the episodes in total before. Uh, probably 15 plus years at this point, so it's just the... The sea of time now that's kind of blocked a lot of it out And the fact that I'm now heading for 44 years old And I'm starting to go a little bit senile early um, Yeah, I don't want to say that um, That's going to do it for this episode It probably wasn't one of the, the best Buffy the Vampire Slayer episodes I've ever watched But um, it was good to get that little bit of a setup now to take that Kathy character out of the equation because it would just be too much of a rigmarole of nonsense in every episode if something was starting to happen and you were constantly trying to tiptoe around this character that you were trying to keep safe with you know keeping the secrecy of the slayer and the vampires and everything away from her um it's just it would just be a really bad choice to hold that character into the series so it was a necessary thing to do uh, in an ingenious way and what should do it so yeah it is what it is i'm enjoying it i'm having a good time but it. it's not the best as i say not the best buffy the vampire slayer episode i've seen but there's a good bit of comedy in this episode to uh make it worthwhile anyway that's going to do it guys i will talk to you all again on wednesday night for uh another little chat about the the spin-off angel so until then whatever you're doing i hope you're doing it safe and uh yeah, I'll ta- I'll, I was going to say something else there, sorry. Um, yeah, written review show, share it along, do all the good social media stuff, I'll love you forever. And uh, stay safe, and I will talk to you again in the next episode. This has been a production of Coins Age Media. Thank you so much for listening.